Hey guys, today's episode I'm going to be talking about places to hike and just areas that you can go enjoy in nature. So to get started, um, where do you guys like to hike? Do you guys go to just local hiking trails that are close by your house? Um, you just consider hiking you walking around your community? Or do you actually go places that are like far that you can go hiking? Me personally, I like going to Santa Rosa Plateau. Some pretty good trails out there. Just do some hiking and, and enjoy nature. Um, there's also the Cleveland National Forest. It's close by the, the plateau right there as well, which has the Tanaha Trailhead, which has Tanaha Falls. That one's a really, really fun hike. Um, there's some hiking areas out in Antebrago Desert, which is, um, what are they called? The Arroyo Tapiado Mud Caves. That's some pretty good hiking out there, and like a lot of like, cave exploring, which is really cool. I'll get into more details on all these areas in a little bit. Just trying to list some areas. Um, up in Big Bear, I believe there's some hiking areas. I've gone out there a few times. Uh, what other places? Okay, get back to what I was talking about with the hiking around the plateau. That area, you have multiple trails right there and, and a few different areas to, to hike on. Like, I believe you have the main area where the visitor center is. And you have across the street, which is the multi-use area. And then, I think there's another area on, across the street from the multi-use area. But, the, those two, or those three actually, I've gone to the main area, which has the visitor center. That one, you have multiple trails there. Usually I like to do like an all-day hike there. Um, so basically we try to make it at least a, I think it's about six miles round trip, possibly, somewhere around there, but it's, it's all, all day hike, and it, very lot to, lots to see. I've seen deer up there, tarantulas, lizards, obviously. Lots of different birds. I've heard of there being mountain lions up there. Haven't seen anything yet. Um, what else? Bobcats. Coyotes for sure. Um, what other critters? Raccoons. A lot of woodpeckers. Those you definitely see while you're walking around out there exploring. Um, what other little critters and stuff can you see up there? I can't think of anything right now off the top of my head. But, anyways, that area, very nice area to if you want to take the family out and go for a, either you can do either a short hike or a very long hike. Whichever, it's your choice. There's multiple trails that all lead back to the front of the visitor center. You just have to 
they can put on their little paper map things there for free in the visitor center and basically plan it out how you want to go about. Whenever I've gone, I usually always hike. There's a place there called Monument Hill. Leave. I got with that, then from there I head to the Adobe's, which is some old Adobe buildings out in the back area of the, the preserve out there. And then basically loop all the way around past, I think there's Vernal Pools. Oh yeah, that's the other thing out there. Vernal Pools. Those things are pretty freaking cool. You see a lot of, I think they're like brine shrimp that they got there. Um, you'll see a lot of the local waterfowl and stuff, you'll have the ducks, you will have egrets, and other small water birds and stuff. And then you'll have your, your frogs and toads and stuff. But, so the trail loops all the way around back over there to those vernal pools, and then from there, you can hike all the way back, I think it's one of their main service roads, whatever it is, all the way back to the visitor center. That's basically it for right there in the main plateau area. On the other side with, I think it's the multi-use part, that one, I haven't hiked that one, but I've done some bike riding in there. That's a pretty fun bike riding area right there. It's another area where you can take the family. There's a lot of kid-friendly trails there, and then there's some that are... You need to be a slightly experienced biker, either mountain biker or BMX, whichever. You can take to those hills, you'll have some fun, that's for sure. And then the other side, I believe people use, or wait, no, it's a multi-use area. A lot of people have um, horseback riding right there. Looks like they enjoy it. You have enough area, Just make sure you obey the, the yield signs there. The bikers yield to, I believe, pedestrians, and then horses, or something like that. I double check, but yeah, it's just a revolving circle. One yields to the other, which yields to the other, which yields to the other, basically. Okay, now to get to the Tanaha Trail which is more in the Cleveland Forest, a little bit past the plateau. Um, that one's really fun. That's another all-day hike if you want to make it an all-day hike, or you can do one of the short ones, which most people do, which is at the Falls Trailhead. And that one, it's probably about 30 minutes to an hour, depending on how fast you want to hike. Um, but yeah, let me get more into starting from the beginning, the first trailhead, which has like the first parking lot and whatnot. You have a, an old well there that you can sit there and pump and get some fresh water out of. Um, from there, you can basically, from there to the end where the falls are, it's probably about seven miles. So throughout, throughout that whole seven miles, that is a pretty awesome hike. See a lot of nature, wildlife. Um, you have a lot of things out there that you can see. A lot of areas that you can take some really nice pictures. Um, a lot of like small, like little waterfalls or little 
just water features that basically that are just coming off the mountain going right over the trail too those are pretty cool too and there's some random ponds that you'll find if you're exploring out there you'll find some ponds have either like tadpoles in them and stuff like that or even some freshwater turtles that are out there but also just know there is mountain lions out there there is bobcats there's coyotes all sorts of things like that just remember you are in nature these things they're out there in their natural habitat kind of are imposing on them a little bit so just be mindful of that back to the trail i think that trail basically i believe it's about five miles before you get to the next spot which would be fisherman's camp that area is pretty nice area if you want to do a hike from there too that's just you can start there and hike back or start there and hike towards the falls whichever um they're both awesome hikes <clears throat> if you want to go get the nature experience and whatnot fisherman's camp used to be an old camp basic fisherman's campground because the natural river that used to flow through there used to flow pretty good now it's over years and whatnot. It's basically down to either an underground stream or when it does rain, get a little bit more water through there, but it's very shallow or almost none at all. So there was fish there at one point right in that area. Now there is probably, you'll see a few here and there, almost none. And then the hike from that area, Fisherman's Camp, to the Tanaha Trailhead, or Tanaha Falls Trailhead, I mean. That one right there, quick, probably two mile, two and a half, yeah, two mile, two and a half mile hike probably to there. And then right there in that area, you'll see probably a couple more fish. That one tends to hold water better than any of the other areas. But right there, very cool area. If you want to do a quick little hike, picnic thing, up, there is areas there. That one, awesome hike. Especially if you're going to take pictures. Lots of views, look over the edge, look in the canyon area where the falls come down. Uh, if you're going to do some overnight camping there, make sure you go through the proper channels. Let local authorities know basically that you're going to be hiking up there, print it up, take a little form with you that has and whatnot. I've done it before. Pretty freaking cool. You should do it if you can, if you want to experience it out there. There is other areas in that area. Exploring, you can explore the falls right there, which is pretty cool. You just gotta be careful because a lot of the rocks are very, 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 very slippery. So you don't want to end up slipping off and going all the way down the basically the falls, which can be pretty dangerous. So gotta be very careful. Those falls are amazing. They have basically one. Probably a small jacuzzi-sized pool that most of the water collects in that it flows into. So hot summer days and whatnot, you can go there, chill, cool off before you hike back down. But it's like say if you did the full hike, you can go chill off, chill in the water, then basically cool off the whole way back. It'll be dry basically by the time you get back to the top. Um, Okay, so enough talking about that one. We'll move on to Mud Caves. 
Oh, mud caves down out there. Some small cars can make it out there. I remember I, me and a couple of my friends, we, we took a, I think it was his little car, his little Chevy Sonic. Took that out there. That was, you made it through all that stuff perfect, no, no issues. So it is a little like sandy and whatnot, but didn't get stuck, nothing. No, it says four wheel drives recommended. We made it in a car. No issue. Uh, okay, not talking about that. Get into the caves. Basically, do a lot of hiking out there. It's basically just exploring. Park in a spot on the side of the road. Find your cave that you want to go explore, and basically make sure you have water, flashlight, some snacks. And just go for it. We explored quite a few of those caves out there. A lot of them were big, open, nothing to walk through without any issue. And then there were some other ones where you'd go into it, and it basically got down to where it was only barely enough for you to even squeeze through, and to where it just basically was dead. So we had all had to kind of squeeze back and back out where we came from. But then there were some that you basically went all the way through and made it all the way up to the other side. And then like from there, you could either go back through the cave or hike up and over and then find your way out. Which we did and me and my friends kind of got lost for a little bit. Then we found our way back to our vehicles because we found the road. And we we're only like literally around the corner from vehicles. But there is so many different caves out there to explore. You'll find all sorts of little cool rocks and stuff that have like little crystals forming on them that are from I believe like the natural the salts and stuff that are in the soil. You get little crystallization forms. Uh, nothing like a wet cave or anything like that where you have all those stalagmites and stuff like that more. Um, nothing like that is more of a mud cave. So it could be dangerous. There is time to say that it's not advised to explore the caves, but where's the adventure and not taking risks sometimes? So you gotta have fun. Take a risk every once in a while. Just enjoy life. So you can do that. Basically, you can make an all-day thing out of it, or not. It all depends on how long you want to stay there, how long, how many caves you want to explore. So with that. Then there's also what other place have I got? Ah, you ever go to the Colorado River? Go to like White there, yeah. Go to the Arizona side. There's some service roads back there that. Take you right along the Colorado River. You can either go fishing there and whatnot. But there's some areas that you can go hiking. Basically, you can camp there right next to the river. And then also from there, across the road, there's trails that basically fall following team trails. There is wild horses out there, wild donkeys and stuff like that, coyotes. There could be mountain lions out there, who knows? But 
you can follow those game trails and who knows where it'll take you. But I've done it before as well. It's a pretty good area to, to go hike. Especially if you're going out there to go camp and whatnot. It's amazing. If you're into photography or anything like that, it's another good area to take some pictures. You have lots and lots of stars to take pictures of just because of it being away from populated areas. You have less light pollution. So if you're into night photography, perfect area. And then you also can do your hiking stuff during the day, which is basically following the game trails, like I was saying, you can go miles and miles. I didn't venture too far just because I was just basically doing a little, what is it called, a photo walk, where you go around with the camera and just go around taking pictures of random things. So I only hiked as far as I could go without water before I needed to come back and actually rehydrate and whatnot. But it still has lots of area that you can go and explore. So on that note, I am ending this podcast. So that's number two right there. So thanks and continue listening. And I'll be back probably later this week or next week with another episode. So thanks and bye.